We were watching Mean Girls. Rub Vaseline on the lens. And that's how we party. Life. Coming to America, meet the parents. Instagram posts. Anything by Cassavetes. Filmmaking. You like any movies about like regular people? Final Cut Pro. Adderall. Grain. Experimental films. Fassbender. This is how I work. Give me bracket. Free exposed negative. I'm a straight up slut. Kid with Adderall. Adderall. Bergdorf goodness. Kyle. Oh. What My life? There he is. There the he motherfucking is. bull, Kyle me? Brown. Yes. Yes, dude. The Wait, how, I'm on like a weird screen. Can I see you guys or is this just Oh, odd? no. <laughs> Can I know who the iron pack is? Am I allowed to know? I, we, everybody knows you know, but we can't not let them know that you know. Oh fuck! We just want to right. get. We want to give you the full experience. This is what all you right. Get to no, look we'll at. keep it low key. We'll keep it like mysterious. <laughs> we, we'll, we could, no. We're down to look at you. Can you see me right now? No. I'd love to see you. Well, um, Eugene, what's what's up, Eugene? <laughs> oh, there we go. Oh, there, we go. Oh, there he is. <laughs> you guys are like both Bach right now. <laughs> you already know. He's Ion Bach. I'm Johan Sebastian Bach. Yeah, where are you, Ion Bach? Where are you right now? Um, uh, downtown New York City. <laughs> downtown New York City, Metrograph. Yeah, Hell like yeah. out here with all the grit and grime. Yeah, I was just at Scars. I didn't see you. Well, I was there. <laughs> Kyle sent us a picture from Scars like he does every day earlier today. <laughs> it's a lifestyle, bro. It's not a game. Everybody, welcome to Dime Square Confidential with Kyle Official, Kyle Brown. Welcome. Oh, yeah. Hey, thank you for having me, honestly. Thanks for coming on. We've, uh, we've, I've been an admirer for quite, a, quite some time. What do you admire about me? I think probably just since the first time I saw you. Yeah. I was just like, he wears the big pants. I wear the big pants and the I wear the big pants and the little shirt. Right. Yeah. <laughs> You're the guy with the big pants and the little shirt. That That's right. that meme like really blew my mind. I like really hadn't noticed that that was so true. I mean, that captured like a zeitgeist of fashion that I don't think any meme has like since done. You know, it's like that really captured a whole style. Kind of like low key listen to Joe Rogan just for like. Oh bit, yeah, you know? Joe, Joe Rogan. Like, Joe Rogan's fire. I don't. Honestly, I still don't really understand like why he's canceled. I mean, I don't I listen to him enough canceled. to actually know. I guess, but I didn't know he was canceled. I thought that he's just like a. He's kind of like an idiot. Like he's like a. He's kind of like. Um, yeah, I feel like he's probably on some like anti-vax kind of thing. Well, yeah, he is. He's like very conspiratorial. Like right. he's very like susceptible to people talking to him and him kind of just like believing things at face value. He's very impressionable. He's very impressionable, but like I think I mean it's Red sweet. Scare, Red Scare, Anna and Dasha, who I don't know personally, they said that um, <laughs> well, I've never met in real life. That's they, what I heard. I heard that you didn't know that. I actually don't know Dasha in real life. I've only known her through the internet this whole time. But I Same. think that they they said that he's like, um, I mean, this is a really common critique of him that he's like really intellectually curious, but he's not exactly like smart. Like he's yeah. not like an intellectual by any means. He's just like, he's so open to new information. He's like a sponge 
in that he's like um yeah well that's like what podcasting is it's like no one who does like a podcast is actually smart it's weird the podcast thing is like very weird to me right now like i know i talked to um bach one about this the other day bach two um bach two are you bach two or bach one I don't even know. I think you know, you're, I talked you're to too. one of the box, the box that um, <laughs> the box I was with the other day. I, I couldn't really see his face. He had like a mask on the whole time. <laughs> I was like kind of confused. But he, we were talking about like the podcast thing and how it's kind of this like antiquated medium of like information as far as like like we've all like know what like Howard Stern is and we all grew up on like radio. But it's kind of been this thing now and it's like a phenomenon that's happening where it's like there is like a there's a means of exploiting like casual conversation between friends like through this like uh, medium of podcasting. Yeah. Like we can like people can make money having normal conversations yeah. that you can get like at a bar or like <laughs> at your friend's house through like the Internet. And that's like it's totally um it's just I, I feel like i mean it's detrimental to people's health for sure because there's like this parasocial aspect to it which has been like talked about but i think it's really interesting and i'm i'm happy to be a part of it because i think that yeah I mean, i'm i'm more lonely than i've ever been in my life and just to have Same. any contact with someone yeah. on like a real like just talking shit about whatever like dime square shit is like yeah, that's why we even started doing it. Like, we only started doing this over Quar. But yeah, that's the other weird thing about like doing a podcast. It's like there's now recorded record of like you saying kind of half formed thoughts and like sounding like a dumbass. Yeah, but that translates. I mean, it's like there's this whole industry of it now through Twitter. It's like if you say shit on your podcast, like you guys are kind of unique in that like you're on like OnlyFans. And like, um, <laughs> like you only, you only do like real shit. Like you, you, you're like real. We show up for our fans. Yeah. So you show up, but you're also like, you're not in like the, um, you're not in really like the, uh, uh, <laughs> sorry, I was, I was flexing. Yeah, Kyle was just flexing. I was just flexing. Which he's going to do the whole episode in various different ways. No, I, man, I just want to go flex. Hold on my teeth and on my neck. Let, let, not to not to hard pivot to things that are are topical or are part of the the podcast milieu that we're you know that we're inevitably involved in. But w you guys brought me on. You want to talk about Dime Square? You want to get to the raunchy shit? Yeah, I guess we should yeah. stop with this shit. Um, you know, we're not. This isn't a political podcast. Yeah, but yeah, I literally, I literally, was, I literally was about to just be like, guys, shut. The like, fuck. I know. It's I know. Killing, <laughs> killing me. There's it's only killing one me. thing I want to talk about less than movies, and it's politics. I like, want to talk to the the king of clandestino. Let's talk. Ask me whatever you want. Kyle, which... tell us what happened at <laughs> clandestino. That's the that's the first and maybe only thing that I want to hear from you. I want. I want be it all. Specific. Be specific. What bathroom? What bathroom's the best to fuck in? It's the small one. All right. <laughs> I've and only ever been in the small one. I think the small one is the superior one to fuck in because you can bend them over over the table, <laughs> over the over the over the sink. You can do it doggy style. That's the one that you want to be is in. Is that is that how you did it? 
that's how I did a clandestino. Do you want me to? Do you want me to get into this, dude? I want to yeah, get. Yeah, tell me some of your best stories. It. Wait, are clandestino open on the fucking curb or no, whatever? They're, they're open on the curb, but it's bullshit. It's yeah, of like, course. I, I don't fuck with any of that because it's like it's you're next to like human shit. You're next to trash. Like oh, it's disgusting. The, gr- the girls are still out there though. No, they're dude. No, they're not. It's like weird alcoholics. One to two percent of them are. No, dude. It's like weird alcoholics who are like taking their like. Uh, estranged wife out on a date for the I know it's usually time. like an, an older dude that's true with his with his girlfriend or it's like it's kind of like a, some weird dates and stuff it's it's pretty depressing it's depressing as fuck dude like I don't fuck with like the outdoor seating situation yeah, but bring us back to the glory days I don't want to hear about okay yeah we, new, we, we, new we, rules no quarantine no political talk oh no I want to hear fucking I want to hear what <laughs> Kyle's been crushing during quarantine though for sure what I've been crushing, okay, I'm going to be completely honest with you guys. I had a moment where I was crushing at the beginning of quarantine, but I stopped because I invested myself in health, fitness, um, not doing ketamine every single day. Um, like basically taking care of myself because I was literally losing my fucking mind being in my apartment alone because my roommate was away, like with her boyfriend, whatever. And it's like, I had the apartment to myself. It was fucking crazy. Like I didn't fuck anyone <laughs> for like months. Like I still haven't. Like it's like still like it's still a thing I'm dealing with, basically. But, but take us back to the glory days. I'm yeah, no, yeah. Back. I'm gonna say, let's take a trip. I just want to get the elder away first. This is escapism. So it's just, this whole thing is like I'm gonna. This is what I've been waiting for. I've been waiting for an outlet to talk about these things. <laughs> yeah, lay, please I've lay it all out. Brewing on, brewing on for months now. It's like crazy. <laughs> but okay, so I'll I'll tell you guys. I mean, I was talking to one of the box uh, the other day about mm-hmm. my whole Clinistino adventure, my whole journey through like the Clinistino milieu of. Um, like fucking, sucking, not me sucking, the other people sucking me. Uh, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> we have we have reached a new level. Reached a new level. All right, well, go in. Go in. So, so basically, I mean, it's interesting because I, Planistino, I think in the minds of the younger, like older Gen Z people who are like, Cause I'm 26. So like people who are like 21, 22, who are like navigating New York nightlife for like the first time, like actually are like, we're experiencing Planistino, like Dymphna's, like Lola, like all this shit as like this new kind of like expanding social realm. And so they take a lot of like stock in that. Like they take a lot of like, I mean, you guys, like, I'm sure like, I know one of you is sober. The other one maybe not but like when you were 21 or you were like experiencing nightlife for the first time like you put a lot of emphasis like there was so much like uh, value on the social interaction or the social like scene in like whatever scene you were in yeah right yeah absolutely we are, we're 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 party promoters so yeah yeah like you, you guys are party promoters you do film screens like you know what the deal is you know how to get people like to a spot but I think that like I most recently in New York, cause I've only been here a year. It's like, I experienced like almost as an outsider, this kind of like, um, 
this uh, it's like a um this uh this a really big emphasis on or this big value placement on what goes on when you're drunk fucked up like fucking people like blah 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 so i went to i was a frequent user of clandestino <laughs> i was a frequent patron i met this girl there we basically ended up fucking in the bathroom at clandestino in the in the small bathroom she ends up i mean it's like i, I was talking to one of the box about this it's like i can only at this point in my life like 26 and there's all this thing of like grooming culture and like how it's wrong to date people or see people like below your immediate age group which is total bullshit but i think it's like it's formative for women in a certain sense to like have like some sort of father figure or like figure that is older than you that kind of like knows how to navigate the scene that you want to be a part of so that's like basically the scene in places like clandestino right i basically got involved with this girl that writes we fuck in the bathroom and then she writes like this kind of like long-winded um confessional short story about me fucking her in the bathroom at clandestino <laughs> drink every time you hear the word clandestino <laughs> drink every time you hear the word clandestino but and it was like it was very like endearing and it was very um i i i I respect her creative urge to kind of use her own experience, but I think it's like, that's, it, it's not really like all that it's cracked up to be, which is like, I think it, it, it's almost a, um, it's almost a, it's a cop out to creating something like real or something that is like, has scope to it artistically to like use a, which is one of the, it's, it's been this thing historically throughout New York is like this Andy Warhol, like downtown scene that is like permeating through culture, through like theater or music, through this, like the strokes or like whatever you want to call it. It's like that creates like this lazy, um, picturesque kind of like dumbed down version of what the reality is of living in new york and being someone who's like struggling so that's like a thing that i like experienced through being like coming here for the first time and like seeing this thing you know which like i've heard about through lore and through history and like right. through my my idols as like wait but are you saying it doesn't exist or it does exist I'm saying it. I'm saying that it doesn't exist in the way that most right. people think. Yeah. Like the art school kids, what they think that New York is, is not really what it is. Yeah. You know, right. It's like it's always like a. It's always a. Um, it's an idealized version of reality. Well, the yeah, o- yeah. the the other thing I like about New York, especially any type of like arts or whatever scene in New York, that I notice talking to people that I know in other cities, maybe LA excluded, but, uh, is like, there's 10 times more rich kids than anywhere else. So like, even if you're like working all the time, you have friends who are just like rich and like chilling and 
somehow there's that's going to equal the secret. The party up. Yeah, there's still, you're somehow going to end up doing some like sick rich kid shit, and it's gonna, but like so. I guess there's more opportunity to like have like weird fun in that sense. But yeah, no, I agree. It also like doesn't exist. And it's like you like go to work and like you're like well, tired think, and it sucks. I think we're also talking about this as outsiders and as uh, as transplants because I think that for some people it do, the the dream does exist and I think yeah if they're rich the, yeah well if they're rich or if they're maybe you know it depends on who they are but for 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 us or at least for me I mean I thought of New York as yes I thought I was coming for the Strokes and then. By the time we were in college, it was like a dirty Dude, projector's grizzly bear thing. And then we actually got here, and then it was like ghetto gothic, right, this yeah. magazine. And now it's, it, for a while, it was like China Chalet, and I don't even know what. And now it's it's just decimated. Yeah, maybe we're just old, and like, but I don't know. But yeah, no, exactly. I, like, I remember at some point during that era being at some like weird, like, disc magazine party and being like, yeah, wait, I thought I was, like, coming here for, like, yeah, exactly, the strokes. I was like, oh, we missed it. Like, even back then, I remember thinking, we missed it. Yeah, I, was, like, I, was, it's, I remember, it's, like, it's looking around and being like, I don't like this. Like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> but even now, but now I have, like, a nostalgia for, like, oh, it was kind of sick. Exactly, like, I know. Big shouts to Jeanette Hayes. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that era of shit was, like, Oh, yeah, no, now like, I take it back. I guess, uh, yeah, as I'm saying, I, I guess, like, I don't know. It's just typical grass is always greener. I don't know. I mean, I, I feel that way in L.A., basically, like, through this restaurant bar called Tex. I don't know if you guys Oh, yeah, oh, yeah we've been there with it's Eugene. Like, um, oh, yeah, I went there with Eugene, big shouts. <laughs> he, flew, he flew yeah, you out. Eugene, honestly. Yeah, when he flew me out, he got me dinner there. Um, he's gotten me dinner there, too. He's, um... He, did he flew you out as well? No, he didn't fly me out. No, he would never fly me out. <laughs> he flies us... I mean, he's flying me to L.A. Ah, next week. He, he, he flew... He, tried to fly me a couple more times i just never got on the I mean, plane he's bankrolling you guys right yeah yeah, yeah. Deep operation to get back at the safties for <laughs> we like to think of it as like a cash slave kind of thing but um yeah 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 um no the, text is kind of the same kind of um nostalgia thing for me as far as like being young and being in la because it's kind of like a china chalet yeah um, except they like don't even they didn't even like play music when i was there i was like how is this the spot it's just like restaurant it's just like a hangout it's because that's very la it's like it's not really even about the music it's just like go no, and look no. hot yeah it's very much like dispersed like it's like um if you went to tax like i've been to china chalet a couple times like last year but it was very much like um it reminded me of like the heyday of tax where it was like okay we're getting dressed up like we're going we're gonna like look good because there's gonna be like chicks there and there's gonna be like celebrities or whatever and um it's kind of just uh it was the same thing i don't know it's like um i feel looking back on it now like at the time i was like i blew it off as something like stupid or frivolous but i think now i'm like i get nostalgia for it like i've gone on beefs and twitter on like saying that text was like the most important like social social gathering of like the last decade because it was like this room full of artists and like uh directors and actors and all these people like i met everyone through these like 
means, you know? Like, I met right. her through going out to this stupid fucking party. And that was, like, important at the time. And I think that's what's scary now, is that, like, where, how do we get that now? It's like, what what's the, like, how do we reinvent, like, how do we rebuild those social circles and the construct of having, like, a scene? It almost feels like the scene itself is, is, is at, is at risk yeah no i think it is it's like um it's unknown it's like unknown territory it's like un we can't know what's gonna happen you know like restaurants like whatever beloved restaurants and bars are closing down and we don't know what's gonna happen afterwards and we don't know what corona is gonna do to the social life which like i've i mean people i've hung out with in new york that are like in their early 20s are like they've been partying basically like the whole time like they've been like not ignoring coronavirus and like all this shit like i was like at a party the other night and it was like yeah like i got tested for covid like at the beginning and i tested positive but like it's fucking whatever like (laughs) it's like It's like this whole like um which scared me as it was like fucking scary i like got out of there because it was like Oh fuck! Like that's I don't, not where we were. That's an, yeah. But yeah, was no, that, no. That, that wasn't that night, was no, it? No, no. That wasn't Fourth of July. That was um that was earlier. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No. I mean, that stuff freaks me out. I mean, it's like I I I feel half bad if I'm like doing anything honestly, and I I think you kind of should. Yeah. Are you guys uh, negative or positive COVID wise? I actually asked if we were naked. Negative. Negative. Are you guys naked right we now? We always record naked. <laughs> I got a test like a week ago, but still haven't gotten the results. Yeah, dude, it took me like two weeks to get a test result back. And I had to call them and be like, I don't even think this test is like irrelevant or like it's relevant. Right. Cause uh, you've been out. Not irrelevant right now because it's been two weeks and I've been like out and like I still haven't gotten back from it. And I think that's just because people are like clogging the system with like going. Yeah. Did you do the like self test? No, I, I went to a um, city MD and got swabbed and got uh, my blood. I'd like do the one where you do it yourself and you like have to stick it up your nose. It feels so insane. Yeah, that didn't feel good. <laughs> um, wait, anyway, got a little derailed there. What's, uh, okay, but Kyle, tell us a story about New York. Tell us a story that happened to you that really felt like, okay, this is like a New York night. Okay, what happened? A New York night, the first night that I felt like I was in New York was, I think maybe the first time I ran into like Hari Neff at like a random bar. (laughs) Big shouts to Hari Neff, but like literally it was like from going, going to like someone's roof, going to a bar, going to another bar, and then just like ending up in a club with people that like I knew online, yeah. which is like lame, but like, I don't, I think that's like, that's what it is. And that's what it is. You know, it's like, I think it was like, uh, you know, it was like a, um, a welcome. It was like exactly what I expected, but better, you know? And did you, does that, how does that compare to like your best night? at tax in LA like like it sounds like you have more of a fondness for that scene I mean I think I have more of a fondness because I, I was there longer I was right. there like five years 
So I really made like really deep seated connections and friendships there that were like long lasting. I mean, it's like in LA, it's like you end up at some party and there's like Lily Rose death or there's like fucking like kids of celebrities that are like uh, hosting the party. And that's kind of like the, uh, that's the peak of like LA social scene. You know, right. it's like you get invited to like a, a kid of a celebrity celebrity's house or their apartment that's kind of like the only thing that there is that's like the that's the plateau that's the pinnacle of of what you can do with your night yeah but i think i i mean new york's was new york's always been interesting to me especially like experiencing it because it's been like i mean just geographically and like how the city is mapped out literally like a grid it's like you have the possibility the distinct like possibility of running into people on like the grid, you know, like it's not like in LA where the rich people are separated on the hills from like the bottom, you know, it's like right. if you reach the hills in LA through a party or through other means, like you've kind of reached like the peak social sphere. But like in New York, like you can just bump into people on the street, like you can see people, you can like, that's what I liked about New York. You can kind of just like the, socioeconomic playing field is kind of level geographically like you can just if you know where to be you can be there it's not because people aren't having like i like i i was curious like people in la talk about like seeing celebrities no big deal because it happens every five seconds why does that like i never see celebrities in new york is it just because i'm not paying attention or is yeah, yes. maybe yeah <laughs> i think that's maybe. the reason does new york yeah. care less about celebrity or do they just pretend to care less about celebrity than the, like, the wigs I getting in your eyes in new york it's cooler not to care about celebrity it's more low-key like all the it celebrities is. that live in new york are like they can go out they can have some like they can be anonymous on the street they can be anonymous like in a bar because people are going to be like the intellectual precedent in New York is much higher than it is. In yeah, LA. everyone's like an artsy fartsy like idiot. You know, but like if, they're not going to embarrass themselves by being like a fan. Right, like everyone here is like, uh, I'm too busy thinking about Pedro Costa to care. Yeah, it's like in LA, like people are much more like they have much more leeway. They have much more of like a. Um, I can't uh, tell which one's better. No, I think it is because of that geographical thing that you're talking about where like the, the playing field is level just in terms of like how people walk around and how you travel. And I, I was going down yeah. Ludlow the other day and I, I saw Frank Ocean walking down the street by himself in yeah. basketball shorts, smoking a cigarette and like no one, no one talking to him. Bother him no know? posse. Yeah. I and think like, you could do that. I mean, you could do that. I mean, everything's like different now, but like, you know, that's what it's been like. That's what's cool about it. That's what's cool about New York. That's why it's cool. I think people have a a tendency to to kind of max out on their, like, for lack of a better word, clandestine uh, affairs. And they they have more space to be covert. They have they have altitude if they're up up high, you know if their house is higher up like there is there is so much more of a divide and people also think of themselves differently when they're in LA like you think of yourself in terms of like your 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 social capital and your your social altitude and you know how how famous you might be in New York it does feel like everybody's kind of somewhat on the on the same team even if you're kind of an asshole I. Yeah. I- I feel like I unpack can kind of lead the charge in making New Yorkers 
just become as celebrity chasing and shallow as LA. I would love that. You guys want that? Is that your MO? Like you want like just uh, just, I, for I, Jonah, just for Jonah, our, our real right. guy who's really bankrupt. Yeah, I honestly think so. Yeah, I mean, I've, that kind of goes, like, we talk about a lot on the pod, like, fuck, like, avant-garde shit. That's why New York is stupid, because everyone pretends to, like, stupid avant-garde shit. Yeah, I mean, what I was talking to someone, I was probably talking to Dasha about it, but I was like, yeah, like, the Ion Pod is, like, the sickest, the sickest podcast, because they're not even, like, it doesn't seem like you guys are, like, cinephiles. No, we, we don't like, like movies. You, know, you don't, self, like don't self-identify as like um, gatekeepers of like the metrograph. Well, because we've also talked about we talked about. I think we talked about this the pod before, but like I think the older I get, the more like normal and like normy my tastes get. Yeah, yeah. Does I anyone feel that? Feel that? Yeah, yeah. There's we have. I mean, there's just a greater appreciation for for pop and the mainstream and and things that, that are really easy to reject when you're in your adolescence that at the end of the day a lot of them are are true masterpieces yeah i, yeah. I was just like i you know i want any of these like new york avant-garde people to like look me in the eye and tell me you know they actually think like fucking stockhausen or whatever is better better than like sugar ray like <laughs> Like, are you actually going to, like, tell me that? Like, no. Yeah, are you going to tell me, like, American Pie is worse than, I don't know. I mean, American Pie is Bach. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. That's my my statement. That's, like, a master stroke of, like, cinema, (laughs) I think. Like, American Pie. Like, that's really, like... Popular things are popular because they're better than other things. I just That's watched all three the past the past few nights, and they're they're I mean they're incredibly well written. I'm sure Kyle, you could appreciate how good those scripts are. Like they're not they're not dumb That's scripts. That's American Pie. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, they're of course like they're like they're so precise with their intention, you know. And that's not like an easy thing to do. Like to be like to make a funny movie about like Americans, like stereotypical like American like sexual hang-ups or like sexual taboos is like not like an easy thing to do and i think like american pie does that in a way that's really like which is like uh it's true to art like it makes it like really digestible to like it's very like communist like it's like (laughs) it's very so like well whatever it's like it's very like it makes it accessible to everyone it's well sort like, of like this is how people are like i've i've been i've found, i've been finding it very refreshing to watch things like entourage and american pie and like wedding crashers and like early 2000s stuff where you're seeing people as they are you're seeing stereotypes without too much ju- judgment of the stereotype it just is comedy yeah. like it's it's very refreshing to see those things without is everyone that- tiptoeing around how they're writing a character um, and that's not to say that like a lot of that isn't good. Like I'm glad that we've made progress in the in the realm of of writing characters in that way. But it's really refreshing to go back to watching Steve Stifler. Uh, yeah, deal with Steve like uh, deal deal with like uh, some sort of like Oedipus thing. Yeah, right? is American Pie is like about Steve Stifler's hot mom, right? Yeah, it's about it's about it's about the guy <laughs> Stifler hates fucking his mom. Yeah, like that's yeah. the ultimate American boy's tale. <laughs> like, that's, dude, I'm gonna yeah. fuck your mom. Like, that's it. Yeah. That's the whole thing. <laughs> that's like a production of like the Oedipus thing onto like 
your friend, basically. Like, you're going to fuck my mom because I can't. And, like, you can watch, like, Berlin Alexander Platz, and there might be, like, some interesting themes at work there, but there, it's just, like, when, th there's this, like, obstruction to, to to storytelling. And, like, I've never, I've always been, like, rejected the idea of storytelling. Like, Sundance, we're telling stories. Like, we're out here. It's just, like, this adventure aspect to, like, we're fucking exploratory so storytellers. But there is actually something to be said for it. There's something to just be said for like telling a good story about fucking a girl in the bathroom clandestino and like that's the story like that's that's what happened that's pop, what well yeah about. i mean pop is is a socialist thing yeah that, yeah like, that's no why politics. <laughs> i mean it's also like it could, it could be like you know if you're of the right mind it could be like it could be conveyed as like some sort of psyop against like the general public to yeah. like believe these like truths or values of like a way of life in America or like whatever country you're in. But I think at the end of the day, it's like information is so widely available now that like we're able, we're really able for the first time in history to like create our own realities in a way that like is, is unprecedented through the internet and like through our opinions and through language. Like it's so like, we can say like American Pie is like a masterpiece of cinema and like no one can really like argue against us. You know, like <laughs> that's way. like, that's a truth. <laughs> like that's like really like something that is like, and there's, there's empirical data to back that up because like we've experienced it through history. Like, imagine so imagine how whack it would be. <laughs> To, to argue against that. Imagine how whack someone would be to actually argue against that. Pretty much like everybody if you were would like, know. American Pie is like the best movie ever and someone was like, no, it isn't. It's like, dude, like, <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> like, yeah. you have nothing, like, there's no argument to that. You no, know? Even, even, to, even to be contrarian to that is to cuck yourself so hard. It's like. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, intellectual, like the whole, like, I mean, academia is as bankrupt as any other institution yeah thinking that american pie isn't the best movie of all time is what zero pussy does to a motherfucker for sure i i will go to my grave thinking uh, it speaks to how much pussy all three of us got yeah. <laughs> what's your what's your guys's pussy situation what's are you are you slamming sliz or are you what's up slamming the wife the, I, I'm the out in the middle of nowhere, not in the city. So, I, yeah. Where are you? You don't have to disclose your disclose your exact. Uh, I'm in not. You're in the you're in the bunker. Yeah, not New York. Not we in have the state an iron bunker that we built years ago. It's like 12 years ago now, <laughs> because we knew not, this was coming. Did Jonah fund that? Yeah. Well, Jonah designed it. Jonah Jonah had just finished doing Greenberg, and he was like, "I've got to build the ion bunker." <laughs> I like that. I like that. Um, Jonah's really, he's really fucking generous, honestly. Like he's, he's, we've been talking about a project that I want to do where it's like basically mid twenties, but like just fucking people at bars, you know, like skateboarding, but yeah, that's the show that we're doing together. This is a good time to announce the show that we're all yeah. writing together. Like you just like, it's like about these, this like 20 year old kid who like fucks models at like clandestino 
Once <laughs> once this is over and everything's back, like what celebrities do you think are gonna come down to like mingle amongst the clandestino? Um, like the weekends. Um this maybe is, like I don't know. This is something I, 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 I wanted to I, I've been thinking about that like you I feel yeah, you could have some insight in like some celebrities who are gonna have a like you know, quote unquote, like artsy moment where they start hanging out downtown. I mean, uh, honestly, it's impossible for me to say. Like, I don't, I don't know any. Chalamet already started. Yeah, I was gonna say my prediction is Timothy Chalamet is gonna have a like Shia LaBeouf style. He was already like, at KGB. Oh right, I heard about that. Yeah, yeah, about yeah. That. Yeah, he's gonna have it's a Shia like, LaBeouf like doing some type of installation, some like becoming like a rogue artist that, that's gonna happen in like the next three it's gonna years. coincide with the mar marketing campaign for dune i heard i heard timothy chalamet is like a bitch though and he has chlamydia yeah lily rose Depp told me that <laughs> <laughs> yeah i saw that she told me that she tweeted at me because I, I i tagged her into me i'd honestly love this to be a series like i would love to like get one or two stories from kyle every Oh yeah, definitely. So, like, this is a recurring. This is like the one that everybody tunes into. Wait, wait. This is speaking of stories, though. I before I forget. Wait, where is the short story that the girl wrote about having sex in clandestine in the bathroom? Where is, is it? it like, it's like on, public? It's like on the internet. It's like on some like alt lit. Uh, is it good? It's like, uh, it's it's okay. I think that it's. <laughs> it's I mean, okay. not to be like. <laughs> It's like I, well, I I told her she'll probably listen to this, but like I told her I that it was I told her it was good. That's why I, Peter was so I, shy. I'm really like I'm really narcissistic. Like I love like seeing my reflection and like the mirror. Like, basically, so like whenever someone like writes about me or like does something that references me, like I really get like a kick out of it. Like I. So you love this. So I love this. Like, I love hearing the sound of my own voice, like blah, blah, blah. Like you love I, everybody else hearing the sound of your own voice. as well. I, I love, I get off on the idea of like people that I want to fuck, like listening to this. And who do you want to fuck? <laughs> I want to fuck mainly the most people I want to fuck live in like different countries. Yeah. Like, no, I'm, like, I know England, what you mean. There's a girl in England that I want to fuck. There's a girl in. Same. Do you want to fuck any of your friends? Do I want to fuck any of my friends? Yes. Like my close friends in New York, I would. I, I think I think fucking friends is underrated. Personally, I think. I think it's underrated. No boundaries. That's I, like what I, 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 people are like, like, oh, it gets so. It really doesn't have to be complicated. It's like, sex no. is fun. What do you do no. with your friends? You have fun. I mean, I'd have rather sex with, your have sex with someone that I really know well. Yeah, exactly. You know? No, like having random sex like nine times out of ten sucks, but but it could be good if it's with someone who you have like some type of relationship with. It's like way better than having a one night stand. Just like have sex with your friends. It's going to be better, even if you're not as attracted to them. <laughs> I mean, I think I think that's why I kind of like gravitate towards online relationships, especially in the last like year, because I I really love the like two dimensionality. Right. Of like like the barrier of the phone yeah. Being like yeah totally means of like yearning and like longing and like really wanting to be with someone that you can't like the internet's really opened up this landscape of like having being a boyfriend to someone who lives in a different country like, right yeah there definitely like, is something 
sick about that. I, I've noticed that, like, talking to some, like, I don't know, fucking, like, Rye match or whatever. It's like, let's meet up. Eh, this is this is cool. We can just keep talking here. Yeah, it's like, I, I mean, I prefer, like, internet. I prefer, like, Instagram or, or like, Twitter what? over, like, a dating app. Because it's, like, it feels more organic to, like, yeah. I prefer, I prefer start talking to freak. someone. Like yeah. I don't, I don't normally like reply to DMs or whatever. It's like that's not like how. I don't think that's like an effective way of making a connection with someone to just like be a reply guy. I don't know. Like, I've I've made connections that way for sure. We've talked we've talked about reply guy. You know how I feel about that. I don't really. I yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. I I have done it like only a handful of times, but I've like actually met like, you know. Had some you've good conversations met, from met it. Up with, you've met up with people from the internet. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I want to give big shouts to my favorite dating app, My Free Camps, where you can uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can chat yeah. chat with my favorite uh, with cam teams. girl, Miss yeah. Alice. If anybody wants, I know every uh, Kyle, you brought up Christy Carlson Romano. This is another big shout to beautiful Ooh, girl, yeah, I Miss love Alice Christy Romano. News, I listened like, to your guys's first podcast or like whatever the it was one or two where you guys talked about it, and I looked her up like immediately. While I was listening to you guys, and I was like, "Holy fuck! Like this is the hottest girl <laughs> in cinema!" Like she was perfected in that scene. I'm like trying to type it in right now. No, what you need to type in now is Miss Alice in Pornhub, or Miss My Free Cams, and she might be online. That's my preferred yeah. da- method of dating online: is like paying seventy dollars to talk to a girl for twelve minutes <laughs> on camera. Wow. Wait, is it on porn P-Hub or what are we yeah, talking P-Hub, about? Yeah, P-Hub. Or my free cams. My free, yeah, I mean, go to Pornhub if you want the recordings. Okay, you guys can still see my screen, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think this, this episode will be perfect if it just ends with you jerking off and us just tra- trailing <laughs> off. <laughs> oh, she's hot, dude. She's from New Zealand. Oh, wow. Dude, they're all from New Zealand. Like all the hot girls I've ever talked to are from New Zealand. <laughs> oh, you have it up. I can look at it. She's like pouring milk on herself. Like, yo, are you awesome. seeing this, bro? Yeah, yeah. that's dude. That's not. That's shampoo. It's not milk. <laughs> <laughs> it's not milk. <laughs> it's like soap. <laughs> dude, it's like milk. No, it's like milk. No. It's milk. <laughs> This is like the Iron Pot is the only safe space for bros, honestly. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> this is like we're like watching we're watching porn on like a podcast. Yeah, there's people doing I don't know, there's people like sitting, staring at a wall there's right people now. People doing Lis- their dishes right now. Listening to us Listening watch to porn. Listening to us watch porn. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I think by, at that point, this will just be a full on like video series. So like, we'll do it. We'll do a video of Dime Square Confidential volume two. This will be volume one. I want people. Yeah, to no, this maybe this will, back. this will be like OnlyFans content is like a video of the, yeah. Yeah. I, honestly, like I did, I'm sorry. I didn't really get into like the Dime Square. No, no, we, 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 that's what, it, that's what, it, that you, when you go walk into a podcast with expectations, it's like, you, you have to, you kind of have to talk from where you're at and we'll get there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we like, could, we I could have, do like, like ten more minutes if you want. I mean, I I, I don't like off the top. I, we can't. We should just save it for the next thing. Like, all right. If we're, I like, want people uh, to keep tuning in because he's 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 only got what do you got eight nine stories. 
Yeah, like it's only a couple. Like I only got like you've had sex less than ten times. So had sex a couple times. <laughs> I've like I have a vid- vivid memory of each one. So like I don't want to. Just like, so everybody knows, Kyle has been scrolling through porn Twitter and like his DMs this entire <laughs> and like Russian YouTube like fitness like workout. <laughs> 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 and New Zealand I'm like, yeah I'm like DMing girls like I'm on a podcast yeah you've literally now. I've been like watching what I assume everyone does when they are on a podcast <laughs> I'm like yeah I'm on a podcast right now you wanna come on or alright alright <laughs> I love you guys I love um, you girl I hope to meet you guys in person one day honestly you've I like me. we've made several allusions <laughs> to us <laughs> <laughs> It's like okay, all right, whatever. Let's all go jerk off. All right, we're gonna go. We're gonna go Jack now. Yeah. Love you, bro. All right, bros. Later. Peace. Thanks for coming for